Hello, good afternoon, guys. Welcome to episode 15 of Service Now podcast series uh, on the East Easter week. Uh, happy Easter to those who celebrate. Uh, I'm, today I'm joined with uh, Service Now expert from the Integra, Kristen uh, uh, McDonald. Kristen, how is it going? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How was your long weekend? Oh, it was fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, so talking about ServiceNow, one of the things that uh, uh, definitely something that we as in Zentegra, we are really passionate about uh, uh, because we understand the potential of the product, uh, something that we use internally in-house. Uh, we are one of uh, uh, the partner who has uh, not only from the reselling side as our CEO, Andy Whiteside, who runs uh, these uh, series. He talks about uh, value-added reseller 2.0. So uh, at one point, value-added was the part that resellers did. They did uh, but then it slowly lost its uh, touch and it became more of a reselling than uh, value-added. So that's something that we are bringing back to the table by just uh, making it more of uh, value-added reselling. Uh, and we feel that service now is one thing that adds uh, whole lot of value to the whole uh, automation, solution designing, uh, solution support, uh, customer experience, and many more things. So I know uh, there are many things to talk about. Uh, what topic do you have in mind today that we are going to talk? Oh, today we've got a new article on total experience. So you might have heard of customer experience. There's been a lot of focus recently on employee experience. Of course, we've all heard of user experience, um, but total experience really takes all of those and puts it together in one experience for all of your users, regardless of where they're coming from, regardless of how they're getting to you, how they're connecting with you, whether it's internal, external, really focusing on a unified experience for everybody that interacts with your brand. Yeah. And, and especially when, when we talk about uh, uh, delivery experience or when we talk about uh, customer. Uh, uh, so in, in reality, this is a service uh, industry. And uh, especially when we talk about software as a service, it is a service. And uh, there are many things, uh, and I don't think so. You can separate uh, these uh, user experience and customer experience and employee experience um, into different silo. So, uh, given that uh, ServiceNow being a SaaS product and they focus heavily on uh, employee experience, customer experience, those things, um, uh, what do you think uh, when, when we talk about total experience? Where would you put the weight on? Uh, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm learning as we go with this thing because uh, uh, there are many, many things that we can do. And especially when it comes to um, the product, I feel that um, customer experience and, and then and what you call total experience is the key. So where, where does the weight goes more on when we talk about total experience? I think the way is really distributed when we're talking about total experience, because you, you can't just focus on one aspect and expect to really um, have that comprehensive experience for your brand. And that's why ServiceNow is so uniquely positioned to really be a leader in this area, because 
you've got a single platform, you're breaking down silos between the different departments and groups in your organization. You've got a single platform where your customers are coming in, you've got omni-channel experiences there. So whether they're coming in through virtual agent or the mobile application or the portals, your customers are still coming into ServiceNow and interacting with your agents who are also on ServiceNow. So just having that unified platform really makes the whole TX um, a strategy much simpler because you're you're dealing with that single technology source, right? So for me, Kristen, and for uh, uh, audience who are not as well versed, uh, when you say TX, what does that mean? Uh, so, I have heard about this word TX, but uh, I'm not sure if I totally <laughs> understand what does it mean. Oh, sure. So. Everybody has has heard of user experience, right? That's UX, yes. UI design. That's pretty standard in our industry. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people have been talking about employee experiences lately because employees are getting to the point where, um, as consumers, we're so used to modern apps and modern interfaces that we expect the same thing at work, right? For customers, the customer experience is really how are your customers interacting? What are the touch points between your customers and your organization? Total experience is saying, okay, what is my brand? What does my brand represent? And how do I represent that across all of the different experiences and not have a completely different experience for my customer versus my employee, right? So if I'm going to streamline, if I'm going to modernize, I can't just do that for my customer. I have to do that for my customer and for my employees, right? So that the experience is, is very streamlined and uniform across the, across the different interfaces. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Uh, yeah. Now, in all these things, how does uh, uh, feedback and survey play a role? Is this something that goes hand in hand? I think the feedback and survey is, is really important because with any enhancements that you're making to your platforms or um, processes or, or anything of that nature, you have to have that feedback loop, right? And surveys give you that opening with whoever you're interfacing with, whether that is your customer or your employee with a certain process or both of them in a given process to get that feedback loop um, closed and really get that back in, find out exactly exactly is your customer experience matching up with your employee experience? Do you have a disconnect there on one side or the other? And then you can take action based on what you're getting. Yep. That makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, um, in terms of a strategic approach required, uh, is this something, uh, shed more light on this? Uh, what, what is the approach that is required? I, I would say that you definitely need a cross-functional team when you're looking at your total experience. You need people who are not only representing your employees, but the different departments and, and different processes that your employees are dealing with. You also need people who are customer-facing on that group. And if you can get a focus group of customers, that's super helpful as well, because you really need to look across these processes and across the inner interactions between your customers and your employees to get that total experience. So um, making sure you have the right people in the room is definitely key. Yep. And is, is this something that you do it uh, in one go or do you just break it down into uh, different uh, silos and, and then address one, one segment at a time? 
You can definitely break it down into different phases as long as your roadmap is comprehensive, right? So um, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, same principle uh, here. Yeah. And, and, and that is uh, always uh, we have seen with, uh, from, from many customers and many diplomas that we have done uh, that there is a project even to just manage project because mm -hmm. of uh, how big the whole uh, solutioning is, the workflow is, the different uh, potentials. Uh, talk about onboarding, offboarding, HR, project management, um, uh, ITSM, ITOM, ITAM. It's like an endless thing. Now, when you talk about uh, uh, employee experience, total experience, uh, user experience, now trying to bring them together. Mm. Uh, we were in, um, last week, we were in um, uh, Tennessee, uh, in uh, Nashville, uh, attending end user uh, compute uh, conference. Um, and we presented, uh, in that we presented how Agile and um, uh, ServiceNow, they integrate and how they work together uh, to make the experience uh, seamless. Now, if I think about this total experience, uh, that definitely feels like uh, it's a key component to whichever uh, module you take or whichever track you take, there are many things to go with it uh, that, that just you just keep uh, going on and on. Absolutely. It's like any uh, corporate strategy, right? You have to define what you're looking to gain out of it. What is your brand? What does your brand represent? What kind of experience do you want to present to your users? And then once you have those, you know, guiding lights, then you can start looking at, okay, what are the individual projects we need to do in order to make that happen and in order to fulfill those goals and, and that vision within this particular space, right? Yeah. Got it. Uh, now, uh, just for uh, for layman like uh, like me, if you have to start from somewhere, where do you start? Uh, so, if uh, let's just take example of um, uh, um, a customer service uh, organization trying to uh, embark on uh, service now, and uh, where do, so where does this uh, total experience comes in? Is this something that you start before you start? Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. dividing the projects or uh, walk me through the scenario on how how will you fit this module into the whole experience yeah absolutely i i would definitely start with the total experience if that's something you're looking to implement within your organization because the guidelines that you're establishing as part of that exercise will inform the individual projects and the individual implementations that you're doing, right? So if your goal is modern, omni-channel, you know, connected, then those three principles are going to guide the individual projects, whether it's your IT implementation or your customer service implementation or your HR onboarding process, right? So just defining very clearly, what are your organization's goals? What are your objectives? Um, what does your brand stand for, right? Um, and then letting that inform those projects is, is really the tactic I would recommend. Yep. Got it. Uh, is this, uh, um, is, is there a technical or, or, or a solution angle uh, in this uh, as well that uh, uh, we have to do certain workflow or task before we can start looking into uh, um, CX, EX, uh, those things? 
No, actually, there's not really a technical prerequisite for it. Um, we can, as always, track the work that's being done in ServiceNow. That's the great thing about ServiceNow. You can track pretty much anything in it. Um, however, there, there's no technical prerequisite for this. This is really about your organization's goals and strategies and getting those clearly defined. So then we can build out the roadmap to actually implement it. Yep. Okay. And... Uh... Different benefit, I know we talked about um, some of the uh, benefit, but if you have to summarize uh, one of the, the biggest benefit of uh, the total experience, what will that be? I would, I would say user satisfaction across your user base. Again, whether that's internal, external, customer versus employee. Um, I, both customer and employee experience can really go up when, when you're looking at those interfaces and, and those crossovers because you're making it more efficient for them to speak to each other. You're making it more efficient for your employees to interact with your customers. You're giving your customers just a more pleasant experience because there's fewer roadblocks in those communications. So I, I would say user satisfaction would be the primary benefit. Yep. Uh, and have you seen any resistance coming in uh, in when you when you talk about total experience from I haven't, I haven't as of yet, but it's a fairly new concept, I would say um, that's out in the world. I, I myself came across it about a year ago. So, um, yeah, I haven't seen much resistance, but as always with any new uh, topic or any new um, initiatives, you're, you're going to see that as you go. Yeah. So you said this is a new initiative. Uh, uh, what was ServiceNow doing before uh, they rolled in this total experience? Well, I think uh, the silos pretty much, right? Because you see even with, within ServiceNow, they're organized into programs. So you've got your ITSM group, you've got your CSM group, you've got your HR group, right? And they do have their own programs, their own teams. They're, they are fairly siloed. Um, but a couple years ago, um, I was one of a member of one of their workshops. They did workshops with managed services customers, and that's when they really started bringing in the different teams to speak to this particular customer base. And they were really um, trying to go out of those silos to cater to the specific set of customers, right? And it was interesting to see these teams speaking to each other because you could tell that they they don't often kind of cross over <laughs> unless there's some specific integration that they're building or some specific product. Um, but I could definitely see how this could have grown out of that type of initiative as they started really focusing on their customers and and what their customers needed from them. Again, it's a unified platform. So even though they may be in silos, we're not in silos, right? As their user base. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds uh, excellent. I, and so you talked about uh, uh, managed services and now this is something uh, I know you're spearheading uh, our managed services uh, initiative as well. Where do you think uh, uh, where and when? Uh, these are two important questions. Uh, <laughs> do you think that uh, you plan to introduce uh, this in our MSP uh, offering that we are going to roll out very soon? Yeah, that's a great question. Our focus has obviously been on getting MVP up and running so that we have an actual product to offer our customers, because I know a lot of the small to mid-sized businesses, they're, they're clamoring for this, right? They can't 
um, they can't cover the baseline cost of service now. So they, they really need a solution for that. So um, we are expecting to roll that out this week. And uh, mm -hmm. so that's an exciting new product launch. And um, so, yeah, I, I think the next step is improving upon that, right? So now that we've got our base product out there, we can really start looking at the, the experience across our user base, yeah. That's great. That's, uh, that's uh, um, uh, you said this week. Uh, now I just cannot uh, <laughs> stop smiling because that's something that is uh, one thing that is very close to our heart when, when we talk about uh, uh, coming from uh, the infrastructure background, uh, uh, a few of us, uh, where we focus more on uh, customer success, where we feel that uh, customer success is key to any technology that we uh, roll in. And uh, we have uh, always uh, exceeded our customer's experience uh, when we introduced this uh, customer success. So now talking about experience and uh, talking about giving what... Uh, your not only internal employees that we are giving it to them, uh, but then talking about our customers on how we give them ex uh, the same experience. Uh, I believe that is something that is really uh, phenomenal too. Uh, um, I cannot wait to see when it gets uh, added to, uh, to our service uh, toolkit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, so with that, uh, I know that's one thing that um, uh, that we have uh, um, always talked about uh, when we roll out our MSP. We want to uh, have these uh, customer experience and customer service uh, in place. Um, do you have any thought and ideas on uh, how other people do? Is this something that uh, uh, that is being offered from uh, other suppliers and vendors? Uh, would you know uh, how others are doing it? So ServiceNow does have their own solution um, for customer success. And we've been kind of taking a look at that and saying, you know, where can Syntegra offer additional support and services to our customers to really ensure customer success? That is an ongoing internal discussion. So um, something that, that we really want to provide to our customers. We want to make sure we're not stepping on ServiceNow's toes, but at the same time, yeah. there's always room to improve service to customers. So, yeah. Great. Uh, no, uh, uh, thanks. I think this was uh, really insightful for me, uh, not knowing much about this. Uh, now, is there a revenue angle to this? Uh, is, is there uh, uh, a revenue impact, either uh, generating more revenue or uh, this uh, what, what is the revenue angle to, to this? Um, yeah, it, it can be difficult to quantify, but anytime you're improving your customer experience, there's definitely a revenue angle to it. So I would say that uh, definitely comes into play. And then just in, um, in general profits for the company and, and bottom line for the company in terms of employee retention, that also comes into play, right? Because you're, you're covering both aspects there, both the internal and external. So, yep. That's a good point. Uh, employee retention. Uh, I, I did not think from that angle that uh, yes, this may lead to your employee retention as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and you said that, um, um, 
definitely makes sense when you start talking about uh, CS and EX and building upon uh, the TX, the business approach. Uh, yeah. That definitely brings, uh, when it starts to bring a synergy between different departments, mm -hmm. that is one of the biggest challenge for any organization on trying to make different department and team talk to each other. So uh, I can I can see that how it impacts and uh, taking it to the next level when you when you are starting to uh, make different department talk to each other. Yeah, absolutely. And and we both know that is one of ServiceNow's strongest points is being that unified platform and breaking down those silos. Yep. Yeah, and uh, very good point. And uh, we would uh, uh, literally last week when, when we were in uh, this end user computing um, uh, conference, uh, this is one thing where every OEM, so we were with uh, LG, Lenovo, Citrix, Control Up, uh, VMware, Microsoft, uh, there were many vendors and then all of them, they talk different language because these are different uh, uh, technology. But the minute you talk about ServiceNow, it like, it's like one language that everyone understands uh, and how they all come together. And, and this is where we felt uh, the power and uh, uh, strength of um, ServiceNow where when we, when we spoke to Citrix, when we spoke to IGEL, that's the conference that we were in, IGEL Disrupt. Uh, Citrix, we talk all day long. We talk to IGEL, we talk all day long. But when we started talking to them about ServiceNow, that was an eye-opening moment for uh, not only OEMs or vendors, but also for our end customer. When we, when we had uh, um, few customers that we, when we started talking to them, they said, uh, uh, one of the customer with uh, 20,000 users, uh, what they are doing is uh, on Citrix, they have uh, Citrix sessions that come in. They have to log into Citrix uh, control plane to look at the user who are coming in, the issues that they are seeing. They are doing all the management over there. Uh, when when you're used, so that is something more um, reactive where uh, someone, when, when you go in, you see that person is having issues or problem or this person gets out of Citrix um, uh, or uh, technology that they are using and they have to go to service now on open ticket. So what this company did was they pulled up every session that they had in uh, Citrix and they moved it into service now. So now they have one console where they can go and monitor user experience and then they can go and address. And they said that they dropped their service ticket to 70%. And we were blown away by just looking at the numbers and that small initiative, what they did to change the user experience. Right. And I'm so glad you brought that up because so many people talk about user experience and you think use UI, user interface, right? You think portal app, you know, the, the way things look and feel, but it goes so far beyond that, right? Are you being proactive? You know, when's the last time your power company called to tell you, hey, we're working on your outage. We see it before you ever call them and pick up the phone, right? Um, yeah. I did actually have a power company do that when I was back in Tennessee. And it was the best thing ever because I didn't even have to call them and go look for their number with the power out, my internet out, you know, <laughs> and uh, just being proactive can really improve the experience of, of everybody who's using your platform by so much. And 
even going beyond uh, the proactivity, also meeting your users where they're at, right? So are you communicating with your customers the way they want to be communicated with? Are, are you opening up avenues for your employees to work the way they want to? You know, we're all remote these days. So can yeah. your employees log in seamlessly to your platform and, and do their work, you know, from home if they need to work from home day? Or uh, can they work from their mobile phone if they're out in the field and trying to support a customer? Can your customer access you by a mobile app? Or, you know, we've got chat GPT coming out, which is all the rage yep. and taken over um, everybody's yeah. interest. And can, do you have a virtual agent where your customers can interface with that? Um, so yeah, experience really goes so far beyond just the, the look and feel of things. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Yep. Great. Uh, so uh, just to wrap it up, uh, if you have to summarize uh, total experience, uh, what will be a uh, uh, short one or two line message that you would want to give us uh, and leave behind with our uh, listeners? Hmm. I would just say it's worth the exercise, right? It takes a little bit of time to define that, but really taking the time to think through what that total experience should look like for all of your user base, regardless of where they're coming from, it is so worth the time because then as you're building out your platforms and your products and your processes, everything is just in alignment and on brand and on point. So it's definitely worth the investment, yeah. Spot on, uh, thanks guys. Thanks Christian for listening. Thanks people for uh, listening to us. Uh, uh, next uh, next uh, podcast series, uh, hopefully uh, your uh, uh, your favorite moderator uh, Andy Whiteside will be there. He was uh, he was out of office. I was covering. My name is Moin Khan, and I'm a chief technology officer for Zentegra. I was covering for Andy. Uh, really insightful. Uh, uh, thanks, Kristen, for uh, bringing me up to speed. Uh, uh, this is something. Uh, that we are really passionate about and I feel it is an important uh, topic to for our uh, customers and for our employees and uh, uh, whoever is in customer service business, they should know. And I, uh, this was really learning experience. Thank you so much. Thank you.